No. Because once you realize, once you've learned, you can talk to her, and after you kill the sister, and just because you have her soul, she's like, oh, you're my sister. And it's like, Ugh! I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And welcome back, guys, to another episode of Just Three Geeks Opinion. I am Kyle, and I'm here again with uh, co-host Nick and John. What's up, guys? Howdy ho. Hello, everybody. Alright, so tonight we were going to talk about something that we're all very, uh, very excited. We kind of went through on our last one, kind of all the stuff that makes us geeky and stuff like that. We kind of left one out, and that was gaming. But uh, we're going to talk a big about gaming stuff tonight in one of our biggest games, anticipated games coming out. Uh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring? Think? Elden Ring. Elder Ring. Elder Ring. <laughs> Terrible. Ender Rings. What did I say? <laughs> the last one for Ender Lilies? Elder yeah, Ender, Lilies. Elder Lilies. Yeah. Elder Lilies. Yeah. Elden Ring, my guys. Uh, can't wait for this game. This game is going to be amazing. See? Giving it too much credit already. I'm giving it too much credit. It's going to be amazing. I don't know. I'm set the, bar, set the bar as low as possible, and that way the height is even better. That's how I have to look at it. Usually that's the case. I've heard good things, though, from uh, the network test they did or whatever, where a lot of people was like, yes, this brief period of time they got to play it out. And I, I don't know how much of an area they got to go or whatever, but it felt good. It felt I'll good give on the you, whole. I know these guys have been kind of keeping a little bit away from it. I only know uh, just the technical kind of stuff I did watch. Somebody played the technical test. Uh, now, somebody did come in and, and they expected that the test was only about, I think, 13% of the map. How long did they play for, these people? Uh, a decent amount of hours. Holy fuck. See, and that that concept that you just said right there, the fact that the it's it's something we haven't had before because I believe we're we're moving, we're going to do a discussion on, on the prior entries into... The Souls series. However, yes. uh, the the concept of a Souls game that is open world is the part that I believe I am the most excited about. The merging of those two things, super, super looking forward to. The exploration is definitely one of the things, key things in this new game that I think is going to be amazing. Um, and the customization as well. Like, I just am liking about all the, like, um, I think they're called, like, the sword arts and things like that. You could add on the weapon arts that you could add on to your stuff and things like that. And that you can just find it out in the random, like, you can just find a boss or something just and then just, and just find these things. I think it's going to be amazing. Agreed. Agreed. Very much looking forward to it. Um, everything else. I think I've I've mentioned it before that it's not even um, Elden Ring that I think, like, it's going to be a great game and everything like that, but just what they're doing with this game has me hope about, like, what they do with their next game. You know what I mean? 
like it's going to be if they could do this then like what what more possibilities are we going to get that's going too far out for me too far like, out. We haven't even gotten this fucking game I'm just yet. saying. Yeah, you got you got to let this one come first. I don't know. I'm not just saying anything, but like I think just the possibilities. I'm like, oh man, this is this is gonna be good. Because I was very like, well, I'll give my example of it without going too far into it yet. Was I was very hyped for Dark Souls too. I played it for two hours and I didn't touch that shit for years. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, well, gaming wise. We are all Souls fans here. Uh, John, I think, is actually the biggest fan out of all of us. I think you've played mostly all of them. I think the well, at least out of the From Software games, I haven't even I haven't touched Sekiro yet. Um, is that a From Soft game? Yeah, it yes. Is. Okay, that's what I thought. Hell, John bought Demon Souls when it was a fucking import at Otakon. I remember he that. did, yeah. yeah. Yes, I did. You did. Uh, it was the Chinese version of Demon Souls. Had full English translation. All you had to do is stick it in a what? What region one? I think is the American one. You had to stick yeah. it in a region the one region, PS3, yeah. and everything was in English. It was fully ready to go. Uh, and I remember informing. I, I was friends with the manager of my local GameStop, and I remember talking to him about games that were up and coming. And I played Demon Souls and came in a little while later uh it was actually pardon me let me correct that it's when it was released i bought the collector's edition which i still have with all the the art book the soundtrack all that fun the stuff. little mini guide that it would give you the help you yep. along the way yep. yeah i have that too. which didn't help you at all yeah just <laughs> fyi um but the the demon souls came out in in english and i tried sold my chinese version on ebay which i should in hindsight i should have kept because if it's anything like the collector's edition now it's actually worth a decent chunk um the I, I was telling him about how good it was he tried he bought it tried playing it and absolutely hated it then didn't buy dark souls because he thought it would be as bad uh my funniest thing with that story is that when you got that and then it got announced that it was coming out here and you got the collector's edition everything like that and then we popped it in and I don't know why we have this thing associated with trophies, but what we you had to start your trophies over oh, again. Oh yes, yes I did. <laughs> and you yeah. got rid of your copy, and then you're like, I can never finish the trophies for this game. Yeah, it it was it is stuck forever on my PlayStation profile that I have two copies of Demon Souls with two trophy sets, and that one is now sitting out there uh, forever to never be fulfilled. So every once in a while, we'll I'll tease I'll tease these guys. Uh, I think what did I do? Oh, I did that with you for Bloodborne, Nick. <laughs> when yeah. when you were like you're gonna go, I'm like, well, since it's a different game, you're you're gonna get two sets of trophies. <laughs> yep. Did it actually do that? It didn't, did it? No. Okay, good. <laughs> no, no, no. But it, I made that him go look, and he looked it up. <laughs> I was nervous. But no, uh, no, I'm, but that, uh, was, lucky. that was my funny story. Though. I thought that was. That was pretty good. That's when we discovered that kind of thing. And again, why would trophies matter? But apparently, they do. They do. Well, Sometimes. with this game, they do. Because <laughs> for whatever reason, I never. I played Demon Souls a little. I don't even think I beat the first. Actually, I think I did beat the first boss. Uh, Parallax. Par- oh, Phalanx. Phalanx. Demon there we go. Which makes sense for why it's called that. Um, but I really didn't play much further than that. I never finished Demon Souls. I think I got it after Dark Souls. 
And Dark Souls, I just loved in pretty much every game since Dark Souls. I've platinumed, except for Dark Souls 3, because it's not on a trophy system. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> good achievements still. Good achievements still on Steam, but I have no desire to get all of them. Uh, Dark yeah, Souls. Dark Souls is the only game that I think I have platinumed on there yet. Really? Yeah, I think that's my no only one game? that I have on there. No other game. I don't. I don't care about it as much as you guys do. I don't know why I've cared about. I, it I really only have ever cared about it. Well, I had. I don't want to hear early anything. on. Early on, I trophy hunted in a lot of games. I was like, going to say I got. I tried to platinum, and then I, I realized that was a move. No, so I was just sad. I didn't want to hear anything from you, Mister Fucking Whiteboard. Yep. <laughs> I remember we came over, and you had a whiteboard of shit with all these games, all the trophies, and I was like, "Whoa!" It wasn't even a little whiteboard. That was a fucking no, chalkboard whiteboard. whiteboard. Yeah. And that then, and then at that point, I was like, "No, nah, this is taking up too much time." However, for From Software games, I have not platinumed or well gotten all the trophies for since I have it on Steam. For uh, Sekiro, I just never have gotten around to it. It's on Steam. That's but why. I have a segue on that if we need to into another point of discussion in, in the what makes a Souls game. But that's we might move into that a little later. I think we're still getting getting Nick's history on these a little bit. Oh, well, I, I've, I've played. This is one of the few game franchises that for me to call back to what Kyle said earlier. This is a must get as soon as it comes out and play as in take vacation from work to play these, these games for me. Mm. I did. I don't know. After the first one, I felt that way. I really fell in love. When I say first one, I just call dark souls. I think dark souls was a huge leap and bound feeling over demon souls. Uh, demon souls. Definitely to me, playing demon souls i've actually i haven't finished demon souls i've played it neither have i uh, but i have i haven't finished it uh demon souls in the essence does seem more i don't know uh clunky Primitive. yeah in a sense it's not actually a clunky game but compared to dark souls i think dark souls feels more refined i guess i've heard good things oh, about I, the I remake or uh the ps5 one apparently that is really good people have really praised it which i assume after you know, all the current ones we have, that's pretty good praise that they did a good job with the remake. But I felt like Dark Souls won. And I will still say it over... I've officially played all of them except Demon Souls. Almost done Bloodborne. I have a few bosses left, apparently. Dark Souls won, in my opinion. It could be uh, Nostalgia Glasses. But I consider it a masterpiece of... I definitely gaming. like... I definitely like the lore I think they set up in Dark Souls more. Uh, as little that you do get uh, without, mm-hmm. you know, doing everything like that. I do feel like I liked it better than Demon Souls. I did like the lore. They they did everything. a much better job in one with the lore than they did in Demon Souls. I felt like I kept up with it a lot easier than like it felt like reading things and I got a better picture of things and moving on and going like, ah, ah. and I don't know. There was just it also could be the first one that just clicked. Like that style of play where it just felt like, oh man, some people get into it. Some people hate it. Some people love it. But if you love it, it just, that first, it was like that first taste of like, ah, perfection of this type of play. Because <laughs> after that, people are like, oh my God, Dark uh, Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne. Kind of after the first one, I, I felt like I wasted a lot, not wasted, but grinded a lot of time. 
Um, like, oh man, like Ornstein and Small, like fucking felt like hours on that shit. And some other bosses, I can't even think off the top of my head. And then I've played these other ones and it's like, I see how to do everything. I can run through the level really fairly easy. Like not easy, but like there could still be some challenges, but it's like, it's not that bad. I understand what's coming. It's a Dark Souls game. The first one just felt like maybe it's that nostalgia surprise first taste of where it's just like, this is a different type of game. I'm it's playing. new. Yeah. It's new. Now, yeah. I mean, granted, uh, going back to Demon Souls, yeah, I do feel like Dark Souls does better too in that sense. Demon Souls, I I do feel like I was more concerned about the mechanics, the you know, the mechanisms of the game, like the whole uh, white and black infinity or infinity mm-hmm. or whatever, and like I I don't, didn't quite understand it, and then like was. I felt I was more of that, and then instead of getting into the lore and, and things like that, that I did in Dark Souls. So, so the question I would have then, and and this uh, honestly, everything that you're saying applies to me too. I didn't pay attention to the lore in Demon Souls. I just thought it was a cool game, uh, and I just played it. I I didn't really focus on the lore at all at the time. Lore didn't come in until for me until Dark Souls, where. But by at that point, I started realizing and what got me was I believe it was the. Oh, it's after you kill the Garwals and you get the key to go to the I believe it's to the depths, then wherever you get the key to go to the to the or to the lower end dead Berg, pardon me, specifically the lower end dead Berg. It's been a while. You had <laughs> I had no idea where the door was. I had no clue, but I had to read the item description to suddenly go, oh, it's that door I passed earlier. Because up until that point, I hadn't it, I hadn't been paying attention to it at all. And then I started reading all the other item descriptions, and then realized that that's how that's how the lore is being delivered. Like the world building occurs in the item descriptions, which was such a to me a new concept. I didn't even realize they did that in Demon Souls at all. I just played the game so. yeah demon souls was very much go go here beat the boss go here beat the boss yeah yeah progress uh, through the level till you kill all the bosses and, yeah, and teleport back not that dark souls isn't go here beat the boss it just i don't know more fluid and uh it takes it it takes that way um and then puts a lot of checkpoints like um Word scene and smog are definitely a checkpoint. Like this, you gotta you gotta know how to play the game. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I actually <laughs> think that I, I draw a line because I, I like watching people who've never played Dark Souls before play Dark Souls one, and and one that's one of the to me Ornstein and Smo is the pinnacle of the combat mechanics. All the bosses beyond Ornstein Ornstein and Smo kind of have a gimmick to them like there's there's something that you do that's gonna that's gonna not necessarily something but to either get to the boss or to fight the boss there's just a gimmick to do it but that one there's not really a gimmick it's just you gotta fight them both at the same time and if you're not if you haven't gotten at least half decent at the combat by that point you're not going to beat them. It, you're just going to hit a brick wall. Definitely would say, yeah. Um, like I said, yeah, there were definitely 
some checkpoints in that game that like you need to know how to play the game you need to know how to use your you know move the character uh you get you just can't you know board and sort it yep yep um but uh yeah i guess we can go so my next question because it's gonna go in kind of similar to what makes a soul game is uh more of a sense of why we why we like soul games so much so I guess we can, can kind of combine those two. So I guess let's try to figure out, I guess, what makes a Souls game. Um, and then we'll kind of turn into why do we like Souls games? Because all three of us definitely are big uh, big fans of uh, the Souls series. Uh, definitely, like I said, I've most of the ones that I've played are definitely the From Software games. Uh, I've dipped my toe into some other ones, but haven't fully played any uh like played through anything uh and then we'll later go on to nick because nick is the newbie here technically in a way kind of yeah <laughs> in a way so uh we'll start with john so john what's a souls game to you I, i'm torn on this because i feel there's two in my head there's two schools of thought you have i People have expanded it to more. I think the public opinion is starting to turn towards, oh, the game's difficult, so it's Souls-like. Because Souls, when Dark Souls 1 came out, their advertising campaign was prepare to die. That was, they, they, and that was a new concept for gaming at the time. People were surprised by, oh, you're telling me that I will die playing this game and that it's going to be difficult. You know... I what wasn't there one called the prepare to cry edition or something like that? I, that was the joke mm-hmm. that. So that concept was new and I think it associated difficult games with souls like games that it, to me, that is couldn't be further from the case. Um, however, uh, one of the ones in the, if you consider it part of it, Sekiro, I, I am torn on whether that, is it to me a souls game or not? If you take it from one perspective, which is the combat style, it opens it up to many more games to be referred to as souls like games, you know, dodging mechanics. I've been playing the Witcher three recently. It follows the same combat mechanics. You dodge attacks. You can roll away from attacks. You know, you have a light attack and a heavy attack and some special attacks that you can do. So does the combat make a Souls game a Souls game? In my head, no. It's more the storytelling. Maybe even a combination of both. Because to me, the, the, in essence, the Souls games all follow minimalistic storytelling along with the combat. Where, you know, you get a generalized picture of what's occurring if you play through the game and don't read any items or, or, or look into the lore at all. But when you when you actually play the game and you read the item descriptions of things you're getting, the world just expands and you realize the depth that they've created in the game that the normal player who just plays through never even sees. And then you can draw different comparisons based on that lore. To me, that's what's make that's what makes a Souls game. And in Sekiro, there's a little bit of that, but the story's laid out for you. And another example I'll give is um, uh, the the Star Wars game that they did that has Souls-like combat. Um, 
I'm I'm drawing a blank at the moment. Oh, I have God. the game. It's such a good game too. <laughs> uh hold um, on. It's the most badass Come one. Here, Steam library. I even I and again, I categorized it as in, in my Steam library I have a category called Metroidvania slash Souls. It's Jedi Fallen Order. That's it. It's yep. it has souls like combat, but the story is there. You make decisions as a character. Uh, it, your character, and and here's one that I think we've discussed in in regards to another topic. Your character speaks, and in Souls games, your character doesn't talk ever. He speaks to my soul. But anyway, that in my head is what makes Souls game minimalistic storytelling, a combat style. And yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's what makes a Souls game. Now, do you think actually of the any of the gaining souls and losing souls or mechanic or anything like that makes a Souls game? Cause... No, because that's that's just a current. I mean, you could call well, it experience points. You could, I yeah. mean, heck, in, in Bloodborne, it's referred to as Blood Echoes. It could be money. It's all just a currency. Well, system. that's what I was going to say. So. In a Souls game, I don't think there's really anything particularly new from, say, an old NES game. Uh, NES games used to be hard, difficult. If you die, you reset. Uh, and in a Soul sense, like, heck, even in Mario, if you collect coins and then, you know, if you get, a like, 100, you gain a life. But if you die, you lose them all. There could be even a system there. So I don't know if any of those mech- mechanisms truly make it a souls game but what you're saying about how the story progresses i think is the is the big one for us yep agreed nick nick what about you Hmm. (sighs) it's a tough one I would say for a Souls game for me, it's a combination of things. I feel the combat is a huge part of it, where it's a very... Eventually, once you get higher level and all that, you do more, you do more damage and all that. But I feel beforehand, it's almost like a a pathetic piece of shit, and you're barely hitting anything, really killing things. Very hard odds against you type deal. <clears throat> And it's mostly skill-based, I would say. That's a big part of it. Very skill-based, knowing how to dodge, roll, yada, yada, yada. And that all depends on the previous ones. You could sword and board pretty decently in Dark Souls 1. That became a thing. That's a good one, too. And 2 and 3, I guess, as well. But not as much, because things definitely have evolved as the series has gone over. Especially Bloodborne, for fuck's sake. Definitely Bloodborne. I haven't played Sekiro yet. Um, so I don't. I can't say too much about that one. That one's definitely more skill-based as well. I'd say that's probably heavily skill-based from what I do now. I don't think there really is any upgrades you get in terms of weapons or anything like that. Um, Slightly. There are. Uh, you, 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 don't, you don't get a, a direct weapon upgrade. You, get a, you, you can strengthen your weapon, but you can't change weapons. Your primary weapon is a katana. Okay. That's, so that's that. I would say that's probably primarily skill-based then, more so than anything. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um. So the combat's changed, but I always feel part of Soulsborne is, or Souls-like, and it's in many other games where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm cool. Maybe you do okay with, like, the fodder, the normal enemies. But once you get to a boss, you hit it, and you go, shit, I did 2% of its life in one hit. 
And this thing's going to attack now 13 times before I can hit it again. Unless you get really good on knowing its pattern. That's probably another part of it. Soulsborne is knowing patterns. Because that's a huge part of it. Once you know a pattern, boom, no big deal. Because that's most of it. Usually when you kind of get a sense, you can see its telegraphed attacks. That's probably the biggest part of it. Um, besides of that would be a feeling of... Oh shit, what's around the corner? Well, that's definitely part of it, but what I'm thinking of right now is, in terms of story, here's the cinematic. Welcome to the world. You have no idea what the fuck that cinematic meant. Just kind of give you a general idea, like, okay, some crazy shit's happening. Cool. We're not going to tell you anything else, really. Oh, like, in terms oh I think of just, I know where you're going with this. I'm like a blunt telling it's it's the general figuring things out you have to figure it out it's not going to give it to you um hell you might not figure it completely out on your own you have to watch a youtube video but it's a it's not given to you on a silver platter you could completely miss certain things like uh like you said big part of it sometimes is just finding that right item when you pick it up and it's like oh here's the toothpick on the floor this toothpick represents the weapon of justice and yada, yada, yada. And this is why this person died. And you're like, oh shit, that's how that relates to this. Okay, cool. But if you didn't go to that corner in that body area, you would have never fucking known it. You would have kind of had to have guessed things. So it's kind of an exploring of the story. You really have no idea who you are, except usually what's told to you. Like, oh, chosen undead. You're the chosen undead. Why the fuck am I chosen? You have no idea. Like, it's not told to you. Uh, chosen, it was, is it Chosen Ash in the third one? Whatever. You're the Chosen, you're something Ash. Okay, cool. The Ash and one, yeah. 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 Cool, you're Ash and one. These fuckers, that are, you know, these guys are supposed to do something, maybe, who knows. But we're gonna go with you. You're a piece of shit, though. But can you get the job done? Thanks. What job? Just do it. Just do the job. But, cool. You gotta figure it out. You have no idea, and you're kind of just piecing life together throughout the entire thing. It's never a full. Usually, most games are like, "Here you go. Here's this. You're the good guy. You're not the good guy. You don't know what the fuck you are. You're just going along." And that's basically it. I feel that's part of it. It's just kind of knowing very bare minimum details. You might not learn nothing else or anything else, except maybe some random thing. You're like, "What the fuck does that have to do with anything?" And that's it. You really that's kind of a, have to find it on your own. Yeah, that's uh, I think one of the reasons I like the beginning of Bloodborne. One of those uh, sentences is, you know, once I think the guy is like, uh, it, it doesn't matter. Just go out and kill some beasts. Pretty much. <laughs> and, and so so yeah. you took a little bit to get there, but the sense of something, things are happening in the world, but you don't know where you fit into it. Yep. Yep. You have no idea. It's just, it's a huge world. There's some shit going on. And we're not talking like the local mayor. We're talking some shit. Maybe I didn't get that. Like, it's a huge like fucking thing. Shit. But what are you in all of this? And many things are kind of like, <laughs> many things have come like you. There's been people around here. You're just some shitty guy. Look at you, shitty guy, being all shitty. And But then some people are like, oh, but you're chosen. You're supposed to do some stuff, but can you? Can you? Well, I don't know. 
to in regards to that statement specifically, you have, you know, you're you're told Ocho's an undead, blah, blah, blah. And then the first thing that you get and oh, look, I'll, I'll throw it out there because you guys have been. But again, it's been out for years and years at this point. When you show up at Firelink, the one guy, the the forlorn guy is just like, oh, yeah, there's tons of chosen undead. They just keep yep. showing up. Yep, you're going to you're fucked. You're going to die. We're all dying. We're all terrible. Everyone's depressed. Kill yourself. You mean nothing. But then they try to make you like you'll hit those few pieces where you're like, you're special. And then you talk to the guy next to the person that told you you're special going, eh, not really. But at the same time, you're kind of like, what? So you never really know where you fit. What's going on? Why is this happening? Unless you find like the right things and just kind of get those little extra key points. Like maybe this, you have to infer a lot. And then after that, you have a few drinks, you watch a YouTube video and it all makes sense. <laughs> there are some uh, great content creators out there. If you ask for Dark Souls lore. So uh, yeah. definitely check those out. Because uh, I can tell you that I probably wouldn't have understand everything the first time but the serve the first playthrough so oh, hell no. <laughs> agreed agreed completely hell no. once we're once done bloodborne here in like the next week or two i'm going to be youtubing some shit going what because oh the, this one I, is honestly worse, I, I would love to to just have put put that up we'll watch it together just to have you go what that's what that's what ties that together because like, be there's weird. a oh there's there it's beautiful when those connections are this made. one and, has been the weirdest one by far and well it's definitely a weirder because the setting is definitely way different i would say most dark souls at least before like sekiro bloodborne are kind of like fantasy medieval types um like there might be like some of the bosses might not fit that genre completely like i would say Nido's kind of weird and all that shit but majority of it kind of feels very fantasy type let, and, let me let me in and i think we may have discussed this before not not here but kyle you haven't played Sekiro either have you i have not played Sekiro. okay it, comparing comparing that that one compared to all the rest is it a bit of an outlier because when you when you played when i played dark souls and bloodborne both of those gave me the same feeling just like nick's just been describing but when you play Sekiro. It instead gives me the feeling like I'm watching an old samurai movie. It's a very clear picture for me. And so I, that's why I consider it a little bit of an outlier. Great game. Don't get me wrong. But not really the same feeling from the other Souls games. And I say other Souls games. In my head, I'm debating on whether or not it even is a Souls game if it's not its own thing. Well, that's why I guess Sorry, you go with the whole. That. With that, like it's. Definitely soul, but I wouldn't maybe like don't put it directly in the same line as like maybe Dark Souls and like Bloodborne, but then call it Souls like. Yeah, the term Souls like is is appropriate, but not a what makes a Souls game. I don't think it it is a Souls game. It's Souls like. Mm. Yeah, from what I know from it is it definitely seems more of like, all right, let's take our Souls games and then let's actually make a narrative game. Like a like a full, it still has the same mysteries and stuff to it, but you're an actual character. Uh, your character talks in it. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, you're hitting the nail on the head. You're, you know, let's make it like uh, they um, they actually make a uh, another game early in a PS2 game called uh, Tenchu Shadows or something like that. It seems like they were trying to remake that in a sense, 
but like with all the knowledge that they have with everything that they have mm-hmm. now. Um, so that's there are two points I'd like to I'd like to bring up. I think that's a good segue to do it. Like you just brought up one of their prior games. The the one I'll get out of the way out of the way quickly because I think we've we've kind of we've kind of talked a little bit about it is the the idea of exploring, right? That is why we're excited. At least that's why I'm excited for Elden Ring and why I've stayed away from any plot centric anything, any discussion involving plot, because I would like to find it out via the game, not by somebody just telling it to me. I'll listen to that later to catch anything I missed. But that that I think is why I'm looking forward to it. And then the second one being. Uh, you you mentioned one of their older games. Each one of these games as they're released sequentially has always built upon the successes of another. Like we mentioned Demon Souls being the first. They've made games prior to that. But mm-hmm. Demon Souls was the first Souls game. And it was. Kyle, you said it yourself. It is clunky. It, it was so... And maybe they improved it in the PS5 version. I haven't played it. Very, very clunky. And then you go to Dark Souls 1, which by comparison to Dark Souls 3 is much slower and Again, you'd say almost say clunky, but much more polished than Demon Souls. And each one has built upon each other. And now we're getting a new one that at at a base level, I know you can jump in it, which is coming from Sekiro. So that that what can they do with that extra technology that they've now built for themselves in a new game also makes me excited. I would like to point out that I said this at the beginning, how I was excited for the next game that they can make when you guys were like, no, 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 that's, that's too far. It's too far. <laughs> oh, no, you were referring to post. You were referring to post Elden Ring. We haven't even got to Elden Ring yet. Calm down. <laughs> anyway, um, so, I mean, what I'll go into, I think there's a couple of things that actually attract us to these uh, to these games. Uh, mostly, I think it actually brings us to me anyway at the time that these games were coming out i think gaming actually got kind of stale i think the games i think i felt in the point that games were giving you everything they kind of were like here's you know all the unlocks already in the sense of or if you didn't have all the unlocks you had to pay for the unlocks in dlc um (laughs) so i felt like this is this was one of the first ones, the first types of games that like it you could miss something. If you didn't if you didn't look in that if you didn't look in this bush and go down a secret passageway and did this or whatnot, you missed something. You didn't get it. Or you missed a, a, a maybe even a crucial uh story point. Um mm-hmm. and that this and that they had the uh, like I guess balls to be able to do this in a game saying you're going to die a lot and you can miss things and you could do and I think that like points to a lot of the older types of games that gave us a challenge and things like that that it did so I think that's why it attracts us more to it because like that's what gets me like I'm an exploring type guy I gotta look at every nook and cranny and everything like that Uh, I like unlocks in games and things like that if you find something you can unlock it or if you did something you unlock it and yep. I felt like that games at that point in time, when these games were coming out. They just didn't really have that in there. It was kind of more of like, just here's everything. And uh, you're, you're just basically playing a movie kind of sometimes. Not, not, not the knock on any of the games. I enjoyed many of the games of that period. 
but this I think was the one of the first ones where they're like, we're going to take the chance that you're going to die. You're going to miss things. You're going to do this. And I think that, uh, that's what more attracts me to the souls games. Um, I can appreciate that because I think, I think you're, for me, there was also an aspect of games were becoming more mainstream, more, more widely accepted mainstream when this came out. And this was, as far as I can remember in my lifetime, the first game that literally set people up with the expectation of you can't do this, you will die. And I remember people complaining about it, actually wanting the developer to put out a content patch to make it easier. And they said no. And good on, in my opinion, good on them. I mean, just... Uh, it, it's tough. It's tough to say because it. And again, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but it it mm. came at a time when people were going, "Oh, I play Call of Duty. I'm a gamer," and my response was, "Did you beat this?" You're yeah, up. it was very yeah, early. Like I said, at that time where it was, like I said, gaming. I think was trying to appeal to a wider audience. So we were getting these types of types of games, and this one and. Demon Souls decided to go, well, we're going to go this way. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that, but I think I was just, I don't know if I call games around that time easy or give it all or buy all. I, it was just something unique, I felt. Because I've played hard games before, like, um, I was going to bring it up with this because Souls games, technically, it's not really a Souls game, but it was made by FromSoft. Is I really like the Armored Core series. Did you uh, hear, by the way? They're yeah. coming out with another one? Yeah. Uh, they Yeah, the next game they think they're making is Armored Core 6. Yeah. Yeah. No. Maybe moist. Maybe very moist. <laughs> I love Mecha. I love Mecha games. I love I, Mecha games. I'm hyped. I can tell you that. And they are hard. They made those games hard when before they did Dark Souls and all that. Those were some hard ass games. Was Armored Core, and uh, I just think that's their style. They like to be dicks, even though sometimes you look at some of the things that they've technically, or at least were the producer on or a game from them, kind of hilarious. Like I think one of them is like a God. What the fuck was it? It's like a Monster Rancher or Pocket Monster type bullshit game, and you're like, what? Like they have some weird games that that technically came out from them. I don't know if they just like produced it or like, you know, were the they were the company that was charged to make, you know, to do the do the game. I can't remember the name of the fuck what the what the distributor like that yeah. type of like the front facing company. But it's kind of hilarious seeing some of those things. But Armored Core, I love from them. And there was games like that still around that time. I just I don't know. It was a different type of combat that I really felt like. Maybe it's kind of in the same sense where. You always know the story. This one just was like a sense of wonder and experience overall, where it's like you have to not just figure out how to beat the boss and beat the levels. You got to figure out what the fuck's going on. Where did this come from? You figure the past, present, and maybe even the future sometimes, depending on the game, of like what's happening in this world. And it's just, it's like, ah, this is everything's exciting. Nothing's giving to you on a silver platter story-wise even. Like, look at that. That's the bad guy. You don't know any of that shit. So I guess it is that, but I I don't know. It's not just difficulty of the game. It's just the whole package, I would say. It was just 
unique and beautiful. Well, I mean, we can go into kind of the next thing. So Nick, like he said at the very beginning, when we got, uh, actually, we, I think we were even going to like start streaming Dark Souls 2. I think it was that night. And uh, like you played it then and then you never played Dark Souls again. <laughs> yeah, I played it that night and just something about it wasn't clicking with me. Um, but we decided, uh, just a few months ago to pick up the series since Dick actually hasn't played any of the, any of the Souls games, uh, since Dark Souls 1, that we were like, all right, well, we're going to get ready for, uh, Nut and Ring and, uh, we're going to, we're just going to go knock them out. So how'd you feel about it? How do you like it? We started with Dark Souls 2. Yep. So then we went to, th- and then we decided to go three to continue the story. And now we're on Bloodborne. Yep. So, uh, with Dark Souls 2, since we played the Scholar of the first... Yes, we did play the Scholars, which is, has more more content and a little bit more added to it. Yeah, and, it's, and it changed a ton of things, because um, I haven't looked at it, because when I first, first Dark Souls 2 first came out, I was all into it, because I love Dark Souls 1 so much, and I got, like, the Collector's Edition um, game guide. It was fucking gorgeous, like done by them you went Wait, for it. dark souls 2 yeah it's basically like an <laughs> art book it was beautiful it was really well done i don't know if i have it anymore because i was so pissed um not pissed but just upset <laughs> but uh i remember i picked it up the same night i picked the game up and uh going through that if you compare the first edition of the game compared to scholar they changed so much just overall like even stats and crap like that. like it's a completely different game which i agree with um playing two and going through that as uh, scholars of the first edition compared to the first one because i think we got yeah we beat the first two bosses yeah we beat the first two bosses and i just something wasn't feeling right and i don't know did scholar the first edition we got through it and i was like you know what this feels a lot better and going through it as uh, scholar the first edition it definitely is the most, in terms of being the least favorite or favorites overall, it is the least favorite for sure in terms of many people. I don't think it's that bad of a game. It is its own thing. It is not a continuation of the first one fully, it feels like. Like, you don't really feel too linked to the first one. And it just, it does feel overall kind of different. I couldn't even really explain it. I guess the combat feels different. Even the atmosphere is different, it feels like. It's not the same vibe. Um, but it was an enjoyable game if you look at it as something like this is a sequel, but it's not. Think of it as completely something else. It worked that way. Now I will say on this one here, we decided to play pretty much the whole game together. Uh, like we, I think we did most, mostly mostly even the areas together, the bosses together. How'd that go? Was that was pretty good? That might have changed a lot of it. Is um, it did feel different. And that probably might have even made it feel better for me. Maybe it wasn't completely as many changes as Scholar of the First Sin. I know we did get to a point eventually where uh, I think it might have been halfway, maybe a little bit more halfway. I was basically, hey, we're just going to you know go through the areas together in the sense of we're talking to each other as we are now. When we went through the areas and we got to the boss, we might do the bosses. We would do the bosses together. Um, I was fine with that. That was cool. Uh, the co-op I definitely enjoyed. The first one I did not co-op at all um till the end game 
until the end game, which was hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there were some good times some there. Good P- and that wasn't just, I wouldn't even say that's co-op and co-oping implies we're going funny after PvP. Bono, co-op yeah. PvPing. Yes. Beautiful yeah, yeah. times. Had some great PvP times in the kiln. Um, hilarious times. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just, I even found the story okay. The only thing I will personally say that annoyed me with it is actually no I'll, I'll skip it um i enjoyed it all the way through i enjoyed the scholar first and things i know different like having is it aldern aldern aldon whatever the actual scholar the first and the brother the one that's the monster blob and all that that he technically is the last boss really after natasha natara whatever the fuck her name is i enjoyed him that kind of added something i think to everything like it's oh, like aldrich. aldrich aldrich there we go thank yeah. you about uh, that added something to it where it just, I don't know, it made things cohesive more with having him around. Um, I think it's a Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls 3 was the true successor for me. Uh, and it definitely probably lied because of nostalgia because 2 didn't have the links as much as uh, 3 did. 3 had so many things where it's like, holy fuck, holy fuck, Dark Souls 1, holy fuck, Dark Souls 1. And it's like cool and then you have those few things here and there where you might pick an item up and you're like this fucking items from dark souls 2 like uh god what was that uh the one swords warrior lady that was from uh that you know it was really cool oh, with you, you um, meet yeah. her a few times uh, uh mira mira yeah, yeah. It's from mira you pick her you find her mask at one point and i was like oh that's fucking awesome even though it's just a, it's maybe not her mask but it's the mask from at least her country she's from or whatever um so it was kind of nice that they added those nods in because it made it feel more tied into the whole storylines of things. Uh, but it just felt so nice seeing all these, like, I don't know, links back to, like, even seeing the old um, uh, asylum demon at the top of uh, the forest area. Like, that weird boss. I was, like, seeing the dang demon. Like, he's all weird. And I don't know. It just felt like such an evolution and continuation where it was, like, it just kind of broaden feelings even though fuck that forest area <laughs> oh bit. you didn't like the swamp it's the worst fucking area it's a poison it. swamp it's always there's always a poison swamp but you know what the bog or uh not the bog wherever the area before quelag is it's been a while that oh, blight town blight town thank you i was thinking like blog town i was like that's not right um this is my fourth drink here so i can say this uh I was okay with that area. Like it was kind of annoying. wasn't bad. That area, fuck that area. That is the. Just double think before I say it. <laughs> what area might be worse? That might be the worst area for me, Dark Souls wise. Yeah, I was okay with that area. I was okay with that area. I do remember. I do know an area in Bloodborne. I don't know if that would that would change it. One area in Bloodborne. Okay, so. In the Souls series, the worst area is that area for me. Uh, the one I'm already blanking on. <laughs> the one I just said. Whatever. Um, the Poison Swamp. Yes. Fangorn Forest. Was it Fangorn Forest? Fangorn Forest. Yeah. Yeah. Farron Keep. Farron Keep. Keep. I don't know why I'm thinking Fangorn. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, terrible. Fucking hate it. Once you know what to do, you can blast through that quick as shit. Like all Dark Souls areas. Once you know what the fuck you need to do, you can blast through that shit. 
since you didn't know what to do, and you had the slow ass swamp area, and you're like, blah, 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 blah. Fuck that forest area. Now, we, we taught Nick the art of death running at times, and he said it made things easier. Wow, well, yeah, death running. You know, I knew death running from the first one, but it's just so much ridiculous how, because I'm like Kyle, Kyle mentioned it earlier, where I like to explore every nook and fucking cranny. I know that probably annoyed you guys when we were actually, actually doing levels together. Dark Souls 3, I don't think we did any of that. I think we did that also until we got the bosses. Yeah, I think at the end of Dark Souls 2, we were kind of just like, all right, go through the area, let's meet at the boss. Yeah. And then I think we just continued. I think we tried maybe at the beginning. We were like, do we want to do that? But I think we just ended up going. I think there was only one area I actually um, asked for John. I was like, and I think it was fair and keep. And I was like, can you just fucking come in here and help me make sure to kill somebody? Because I'm fucking, I just want to go through all this fucking shit. It's pissing me off. Was it that was hard? Oh, it was yeah, just the crabs. Tea. It was the crabs. Oh, it was the crabs. It was putting yeah, you over the yeah. edge. Yeah, I was getting pissed at the crabs. Fuck oh, the crabs and the big effing fucking tree yeah. things that yeah, slam man. the trees and uh, yeah. the giant elder things. elder grooves, I believe. Yeah, whatever the fuck those are. are. Yeah, right before Farron Keep. Yep. Um, I was like, you know, what? I can get past this, but this is pissing me off. I'm fucking out of the mood. Uh, but the worst area is uh, Bloodborne. Would be uh fuck 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 fuck. The one with all the bell ladies. The uh nightmare. I was actually okay with Nightmare of Mensis. Not Nightmare of Mensis. Isn't the Nightmare of Mensis? No. The yeah. one where all Nightmare the... Frontier? Yeah, Nightmare Frontier. Yeah. Nightmare Frontier was pretty fucking annoying. I will give it that. That's probably tied at least. No, the one with all the, the bell the bell ringing ladies summoning all the red stuff. All the red enemies. That wasn't the one. We got that's, Nightmare Frontier. Yeah, which that's has Nightmare that. Frontier. Yeah, which right outside the research lab or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's Nightmare Frontier. Oh, no. I'm having another area that was kind of annoying to me. The oh. one with the Amagala that shoots a laser at you. Even though you said the laser part wasn't bad, but I thought you said everything else was... Oh, oh, uh, oh, before, before no, you go into uh, oh, 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 oh yes, 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 I was mixing up an area. Yeah, the bitches that kept summoning people and they gave you no souls at all. It was, uh, it's the upper level of, um, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, before you go into like a hall, uh, hall it's after you kill rule or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's the second, it's the second time you technically get to the area, but you're going through the upper level now. Yeah. And it's, uh, God, I can't remember. It's right before you, f- is it Bloodletting Beast? No, not Bloodletting Beast. Whatever the one that has the boss fight with the Bell Ladies, that has like three Bell Ladies on each side, shooting fireballs at you from above. The one that we're area. born. Uh, the one we're born. Yeah, the one we're born. There we go. That area, because the things were, just the fact that there was a few times I didn't realize things were getting spawned just constantly. I just killed a few things. That was really fucking annoying. I probably spent the most time in that area, actually. Yes. It was pissing me off. And once I realized, like, just push through, push through, no big deal. But, oh, my God, it was pissing me off because I'm a very meticulous person. And they knew what the fuck they were doing. That place pissed me off. I was like, I want to explore things. I want to explore things. And the bell lady for that one was, God, where the fuck were they? They were in some fucking asshole place that I hate it. Once you got the place unlocked, you get a shortcut, no big deal. I remember the first few areas were really pissing me off. I also did not enjoy, and I, what I was thinking of is the place before the Shadows of Yarnum. It's right before uh, Rom the Spider. 
It's the one where it has the snakes and shit all down the path. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, damn. I can't remember. Because the area is fucking huge. And it's 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 not only sprawling horizontally, but vertically as well. So you're going down and you just have to explore everything. Hated that area. That area is annoying. Once I knew the area and then of course, since I after I found the fucking one shortcut that I remember going like, it's not really a shortcut, but it's kind of a shortcut, but it's not a really shortcut. We're doing that crap. Oh, where, where you go down one elevator and then you actually have to what do what back feels track, like backtracking. Yeah. yeah. And go down the other one. Yeah. It's definitely a shortcut, but it's like a weird place. They, yeah. That area was just dicks, just straight dicks. Worst area, bell lady place right before the reborn one. Getting down to the area that you've been to before. No big deal. First time together, no big deal. Um, the, up, the upper area, right after the bell, or the first, uh, the lamp. Oh my god, I fucking hated it. Just pissed <laughs> me the fuck off. Now here's my question. So we skipped, so the actual order that came out was Dark Souls 2, then Bloodborne, then Dark Souls 3. Did you see a difference between Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne? Oh yeah. Extremely, uh, People always said, oh, you know, uh, from what I know, I, I try not to really spoil myself on things or anything like that. Bloodborne's like, you know, a different type of combat. It's, it's fast and it is definitely a different type in the sense you got to be aggressive. But when we played Dark Souls 3, I did not play a defensive build at all. I played a more aggressive type build. So you were already ready for Bloodborne. And yeah, I feel I was ready for Bloodborne and I feel Dark Souls 3 was a faster style of play as well. Oh yeah, it's it's much faster than Bloodborne is. Yeah, like even. the enemies were faster. I felt faster. So it, Dark Souls One is a game I feel you could go in and be chill with it in a sense. Like it's if you first time you're playing it, no. But now after everything else, it's like yes, you could be methodical with that game. I feel like like it's there's a dance to it. Of course, equipment doesn't matter. Getting better stuff, upgrading it, yada yada. yada yeah, but there's a methodic methodicalness that you can get to it dark souls 3 is a little bit more chaotic gotta be faster you do boom 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 bloodborne not as fast like different style yes but if you beat three you can be bloodborne easily unless you just suck dick all right so let's go into and now since we all I mean, john's the only one that's played Sekiro, but uh Let's go into favorites here. What do you think? What would you rank them? Oh, well. Technically, you haven't finished Bloodborne yet, but you're we're we're on the cusp. Yeah, right there. there. And I haven't done Demon Souls either. Demon Souls. Uh, I'm gonna say Demon Souls is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you haven't played that remake yet, though. Looks pretty. It does. The remake does look really good. Um. Hmm, this is this is tough because I don't hate Dark Souls 2 the way a lot of people do. Um, yeah, but in a ranking, it being at the bottom, they're already good games. You've established that. So putting it at the bottom doesn't make it a bad game. No, it's no, the it worst doesn't. of the best. Do I got to go to John first here? No, no, no. Uh, I don't want him to influence <laughs> my um, my choice here. I'm going to say bottom is Demon Souls, except I'm not including Remake. Uh, 
fuck. Yeah, I'm going to do Dark Souls 2. And then I'm going to do Dark Souls 3. Ah, I figured Bloodborne would actually be your favorite. Only because of the setting. It's really close between Dark Souls 1 and Bloodborne. But I probably am going to do Bloodborne above it. But it's really, I'm talking like a fucking hair. Because I really did love Dark Souls 1. Like, that's the first game. Mm. I, don't, I don't know if it's the first game. I think I like Platinum, like Assassin's Creed 2 or some shit. I got really into that one. But Dark Souls I got really into. And I just went hard into it. Like, I just played the fuck out of it. And when I Platinum that, that was probably the highest point in my life. It was telling uh, your girl that too. You can tell her that fucker. <laughs> um, it was the highest point of my life, but it felt like an achievement, like a significant achievement in my life. That was why they call them achievements. Derp. <laughs> no shit, but it just it felt good. It felt good on the whole. It's like I could put that shit on my resume. Platinum Dark Souls. Fuck you. Like I don't know. It just felt nice. Because <laughs> that one, I'm I did sorry, it. I'm stuck on that right there. <laughs> I'll put it on my resume. I platinum Dark Souls, bitch. <laughs> that should be a resume thing. That should be a skill. I'm sorry. Not only a skill, it shows that you strive. Like, if I want this done, I'm going to get this done, bitch. Like, you go for the hard shit. Now, of course, Take once some you dedication. realize how to play it. Exactly. Now, if you go in blind, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I went in blind on that shit pretty hardcore. I think I waited until my third playthrough. Before I actually looked up like spare things like, oh, where's a spell or something I'm missing or some stupid shit, you know, because Dark Souls 1 definitely had a lot of things like, uh, God, what was it? In Quelag's Lair, there was that guy that's part of the Covenant that you could buy chaos spells from or whatever. You had to do specific shit to get that. I think you had to get, I can't even remember, fucking remember. But that one was very hard, in my opinion, compared to the later ones in terms of you need to do these specific steps, and you can only do this on one playthrough. And if you do it on this one playthrough, you can't do any of this rest of this shit. I think that was one that required three playthroughs. at or like, And that's the only one. I think it only had two. Yeah, it only had two endings, so it had light the fire and not light the fire, compared to the later ones. But uh, I don't know. I would took me to my third one until I actually like looked into it. So I don't know. It just kind of felt nice. And I pretty much had everything except like two or three trophies. It was like stupid shit where you had to do certain <laughs> something in a specific order before you kill a boss. So just, I don't know. That one felt like a high achievement, but I've really enjoyed Bloodborne. I've enjoyed the lore. I've enjoyed the atmosphere. I think it's a gorgeous fucking game. I think all the PCP and LSD was taken when they made it because there's some shit in it. Uh, I killed a whore's baby. That was nice. Um, that's the main. That's the main point of the game is to go kill a baby. By the way, it is. It is. It is the main point of the game. Uh, Catholicism. That's what this game's about. Catholicism. I'm gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Clap. <laughs> All right, roll it back to the zero. Let's start this again. So, welcome to Just Three Geeks. We're going to talk about Dark Souls today. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I knew that you were going to have a hard time because you liked Dark Souls 1 and you a enjoyed lot. the game. But I, I figured the setting for Bloodborne is, is, is just more you. 
You're more into the Cthulhu-ish type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if not even that, the Victorian era and all that kind of stuff. I think you're more gorgeous. Um, more into that type of area. Um, it's the uh, I will call it the phase of like you have the medieval times. It's this, it's the time of chivalry. Yada yada yada. I would say Victorianism is a time of intellectualism. Everybody be a dickbag. That also, which is part of intellectualism. <laughs> There's a time of discovery, and I feel it's a time of forcing well it's definitely dirtiness and some fucked up shit but i feel it's a time of knowledge for knowledge's sake fuck the cost and that's what bloodborne feels like is there some fucked up shit i'll put eyeballs in my brain that's 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 a great way to describe it it's discovering things for discovery's sake regardless of the consequences that is beautiful man That's that's exactly what I always enjoyed about um I always feel about uh some of the HP Lovecraft stuff. There's definitely some call and religious stuff in there, but some of it is I feel good to some of the stories and all that. There's it's knowledge for knowledge's sake. I'm gonna there's these old gods and shit like that. Let me do this. I'm gonna kill a fucking child and sacrifice three goats and I'm gonna talk to this fire demon and the fire demon just kills everyone and eats your skull. Like that's what Bloodborne feels like to me, and I just appreciate it. And the entire thing has felt that way. Every little note you get is knowledge for knowledge's sake. Really felt that way once we got to uh, God. Wherever the guy that has eyeballs on his skull, his little church, not church. Master uh, Willem. Master Willem. Willem. Can't think of the area. Ball begins with a B, I think. He's Bergenworth. the Bergenworth. Is yeah. the school. The church is the other. The other yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I meant Bergenworth. Because I realized the church. The church is the actual opposition. It It, it is a perfect mix of hp lovecraft stuff which I'm not saying i praise hp lovecraft that dude was fucking insane as shit if you ever look at the actual him which he had to be to write the shit he did but i i don't know i think it's it's a beautiful story they've written and i don't understand everything yet of course because fuck it's white wacky shit but i feel the same um the story the vibes for most of the part when we're playing these games we are just Playing, we'll give Nick some tidbits and stuff like that, but uh, we've been usually quiet about it. We're letting them figure it out. Um, yeah, you guys really I'm, haven't given me everything, anything at all. Like, I might be like talking about something, and you're like, and yeah, which kind of helps me <laughs> think more along the lines. Yeah, like, try to try to poke your brain towards the right yeah, direction yeah. a little yeah. bit. You guys have been good about that, and now still a little lost on some things, but hey, <laughs> we're getting there. Um. All right, John. What do you think? Which one do you recommend? I'll let you put Sekiro or Sekiro in there if you want. Uh, uh, the only thing I'll say about Sekiro again, I can't. I personally don't feel that it's a a Souls game, even from a combat perspective. It functions differently than a Souls game. Uh, you'll know it when you play it. I would suggest that you guys play it, especially oh. if 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 you ever. It, like, mm, I'm trying to, you know, s- Seven Samurai. Well, not Seven Samurai. It's actually a bad example. That's more. Um, but it, old samurai movies where you had these duels occurring between between two samurai masters, right? Uh-huh. And the the way that the movie plays it, when you play Sekiro and you're in a boss fight, the boss fight feels like you're watching that scene, except you're the one controlling the action at that point they are just 
great. It's a it, it's a great combat system. It just doesn't fall into the Souls games for me because it functions a little differently and they kind you you are a character, you know your place in what's occurring. There are some hidden tidbits in there like they kind of keep a little bit of that. But you know what you're doing. You have a clear goal right from the beginning. This is what I'm going to do. And that's where it differs for me. So it's in its own category, but still an awesome game. Um, In fact, I have Sekiro in calligraphy done from a lady from Japan on my wall behind me because it just was a really, really good game. No shit. (laughs) And and nice. I, I really should go through and platinum it, but apparently it's quite a bit of grinding through New Game Plus and New Game Plus Plus to get just the amount of shit you need to upgrade all the stuff as one of the trophies. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> added some of that in. Um, anyway, but on to the Souls game ranking. Uh, I I am torn on which I would put as the lowest, personally. Um, and that would be... Uh, probably it's it's between two and Demon Souls, but not not because again either of them are bad. Uh, two, I personally prefer two before Scholar of the First Sin, but only for the opening sections. Scholar of the First Sin did a great job pulling the story more cohesive, but it it like Nick was describing, it doesn't feel like a sequel to Dark Souls. It feels like a parallel world, perhaps like completely parallel because the ties are just so minimal. It's mm-hmm. it's it's minimal and they're so minimal and they don't feel like they're even related. Whereas with in Dark Souls three, for example, when you find something that's a reference to one or two, it's in an area that reminds you of that of an area from one or two. And it allows you to almost like draw a timeline as to how that thing got there. Whereas two is just, oh, hey, you remember this weapon from one? Well, it's here. And there's no there's no ties whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I'm going to have to put it as as two at the lowest. Now, Demon Souls, I I played quite a bit of Demon Souls prior to playing Dark Souls, but I never really got into like I never platinum Demon Souls until well after Dark Souls. Actually, I think after Dark Souls 2, now that I remember correctly. But again, lots of grinding to get all the trophies done in there. But once I once I got down to playing it, clunky clunky mechanics aside, it's pretty good. Uh however, following up, I'm going to put Dark Souls, I'm going to put Dark Souls 3 next. It felt great. It felt great. I, again, the, the top three are very close, followed by Bloodborne and then Dark Souls 1. And Dark Souls 1 specifically at the top, because even though I played Demon Souls and it had the same similar mechanics, it was the first game that I really got into that that gave me what I will call the Souls experience, where I felt like I had never played a game like this before, even though I had. But the specifically regarding the story, the story building, reading item, like pick, fi- being excited. Oh, I found a sword that has a name. Let me read that item. I'm so excited to just read this text in my inventory, <laughs> which yep. sounds terrible, but that's how that's how I felt. 
and it had a much more cohesive story than Demon Souls. Like just that opening cinematic to me, if if somebody has never heard of this thing before and is into playing video games and you play that opening cinematic for them, I don't know how they couldn't be excited to play the game. So that would be my ranking. Uh, two, Demon Souls. Three, Bloodborne. Dark Souls 1. All right. Pretty solid. Respectable. Um, yeah. So mine would be uh, probably, for me at the bottom, probably going to be Demon Souls. Only because, I think I said it in the beginning, I never really got into it. I was more, like, I think I was more focused, more mechanic-wise into the game. Like I said, I never really just got into it. It didn't, I didn't hate the game. It wasn't anything like that. I didn't feel like the game was any um, worse off than any other game. It, I just didn't really, it didn't resonate with me in the same way as, say, Dark Souls 1 did. Dark Souls 1 was uh, very much my first, I would say, my first experience to the game, even though I did play Demon Souls. Uh, after that, Dark Souls 2, not not because it's a bad game in any sense, uh, only because I think the other ones are just above it. <laughs> I do like the uh, the story in it. Um, I like the whole aspect of if you look at all three of the games, you're kind of looking at the beginning, um, then you're looking at one where the world is dark, and then you were looking in three as the world is like fading again. So where it actually fits into the timeline, I enjoy for it. I enjoy it more than what I did when I first played it coming through it the second time with, uh, with you, Nick. Mm -hmm. Um, then I actually would probably go dark souls one for me. Um, I have all the same feelings, everything. The game is great. It is what, what, term the term the souls game um for everything like these and everything else that you guys said it's just it's a great game it's a it's a game that if if you played it and it was your first uh souls like game souls game then it did deserves to be up, up high on your list it's a great game but uh, then I would go to Bloodborne for me. I like the setting as well. I think uh, the Victorian kind of everything starts off as werewolves and all this kind of stuff. And then it gets switches hard into this elder god Cthulhu mythos kind of stuff. It's amazing. Um, I like the combat as well. I think it's very smooth. And then since I'm going for that, then for me, I, I do think three. I enjoy three a lot. I like it. it. It just ties in a lot with one. It uh, it brings. I don't. It, I don't say it brings the story to a close because I definitely don't think it does. Uh, as much as they may not say they're making a Dark Souls four, either they haven't said they're going to not make a Dark Souls four, but uh, I think it closes it out nice. And I just like all the tie-ins. It's, it's just great. I think the combat is amazing. Again, I am, I do like uh, medieval fantasy more. So I like the setting a little bit more, but it's definitely for me, one of the ones I think they got everything right from all their previous games. And it's, it's the complete package for me. Uh, I also probably one of my favorite fights is in that game is in the DLC, the first DLC actually. Uh, which is the Frida fight. I think the Frida fight is amazing. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. Uh, probably my favorite. You, if you thought a double stage boss was bad, <laughs> let me introduce you to the free to fight. Probably one of my favorite fights in all this, in all that, in all the Souls games. I can um, easily agree with that. That was probably my top fucking fight in the sense of after. Okay, I should change it. Ornstein and Small solo. Who felt great. That one co-op felt great. I probably would have fucking killed someone if I had to do that solo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We were, uh, we weren't even, I mean, we were pretty over leveled for Dark Souls 3 as well. Uh, we were definitely over leveled for Bloodborne, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we, we just finished the, the uh, end of the DLC boss there for, for Nick, uh, which I think is the hardest boss in that game. Uh, and, I shot all uh, over. We 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 we, 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 we kind yeah. of sat back and watched them a little bit, but we we still we still got it pretty easily. I uh, that that was that was the easiest I have ever seen that boss fight. Did the fact that in when we when we killed him in mine, he never let the lightning off. We killed him so fast. <laughs> yeah. He that screamed. One, yeah. He just never got to the point where he could shoot the lightning off. I I couldn't. I've never seen it done before. <laughs> we fucked him hard on that one. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely. I, I I don't know. It's just I love all the boss battles in in three. Uh, I think they're all great. I love the locations. I love the idea of all this convergence of uh, of world basically coming 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 into one point. Um, it's interesting. It was it was, it was, it was definitely mine. That takes my cake for me. I- I'll agree. Well, I can't agree that it's the top for me, but from a lore perspective, phenomenal. It's, it's deeper than one. Yeah. Big time. Phenomenal. No, I would agree with that. It's it felt great. It felt like if this is the end of this particular universe, or at least the main story of it, maybe it links somehow to something else as a side thing or something like that. But as the main, it was a glorious coming to whole. I was like, I- oh. In that regards, like did the the door they left open in three is the is the uh, girl. Uh, uh, the I can't remember her name. The painter, the one above Frida. Yep, the painter yes. chick. Yeah, she's painting a painting that even when you kill one. the the DLC boss, the end boss in the DLC, she's painting a painting while the world burns down around her, and we net like how the paintings work is there could be life in the painting, so. Who knows what that is? And then, God, well, we can go deeper with that. We don't even know how time works with that or anything like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, all right. Like, the one minute it it's takes to the outside could be, like, centuries or eternities in there. It's just a very cold and gentle place. Just got to find your own bed to rot in. That's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was definitely that one definitely takes me. Uh, I'll put a little uh, fun little question here now. Who's best uh, firekeeper waifu? Mine's three. I definitely. I'm just gonna say, three is mine. You guys can't have her. Okay, which one? Which one? The only one in three. No. Oh, true. You can make her a firekeeper. No, uh, the the actual firekeeper. Fair. I'm surprised you didn't go with like the almost Celtic one in two. Uh, just she's close. He's not a scaly. Scaly? What? Well, 
Isn't she part dragon? Yeah, she's like she's dragon dead too. Hybrid. She's part dragon. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm talking. That's what he's talking about. Uh, do we have a firekeeper waifu in one? You do have a firekeeper waifu. Yeah. In one. She's just not very. Uh, I mean, there's actually a couple of firekeepers. Yeah, there's actually a couple firekeepers. They're not really like vocal, and you can kill the you can kill them and take their soul, and then that fucking bonfire doesn't work for all that, if I remember right. Yep. Yeah. In a minute. Oh my god! Say. So one I, automatically, I, I no say, matter what. For any no. for any Dark Souls uh, virgins out there, that con- that that point when you uh, when you let the gu- um, no spoilers, but when a certain thing happens, uh, and you go back to your nice safe bonfire, and suddenly it's not there anymore. Oh, that that oh, that god. sadness that I people have is, is is honey <laughs> that I could pour into my mouth. I remember why that happens. All right, I'm just gonna go with not a fire shrine waifu. I'm just gonna go with waifu. <laughs> so I'm overriding your shit question, because really, in my opinion, you can only choose between two or three. You can terms. choose maiden. You didn't play Demon Souls. No, I didn't. Yeah. Oh no, oh. no, that, Kyle. I that's my maiden. vote right there. It's the maiden. It's <laughs> hands down, best waifu. I'm gonna go. You can choose the doll too. I'm gonna choose the doll. Oh, that's a fan. Oh, I'm gonna choose the doll. Oh, that's a up. tough one. 110 percent doll wife. That's a oh, that's tough. Oh, when no, you get tired I'm of still, her, I'm put her in the closet. I'm not gonna cut that out. <laughs> but the one, uh, at least I don't remember any fire shrine person having any personality really. They're they're mixed. There's a there's really two the 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 ones that the one who is underneath yeah uh, in the underneath Firelink Shrine, uh-huh. and then the other one is at the beginning. Well, not at the beginning of Andalunda, but the big hall. She's actually like don and armor and stuff like that. I was to say she's, she's like leaving the there, right? Armor. Yeah, brass armor, like the brass. But set, Nick yeah. Nick wants to go for option three, Quilana. I take it. Actually, actually no. You know what? I forgot. Dark Souls 1. There is one more Fire Shrine Keeper. Her sister. But yeah, Quilana. Then, uh, okay, is it Quilana? Quilag. I'm thinking Quilag was the doll. Quilag, yeah. yeah. Quilana. Quilag's I do like sister. Is she a Quilana? Yeah. If you she kill is. her, it doesn't work anymore. Uh-huh. And she gives you a Fire Keeper soul. Yep. I'm going to go her because you know what? That was a really sad story. Oh, it is it is so <laughs> sad. If anybody plays Dark Souls going like, oh man, we're gonna have a great time. These characters I meet, they're gonna we're gonna protect them, they're gonna have fun. No. No. No, let me just end that for you. Once you, right you realize now. once you've learned you can talk to her and after you kill the sister, and just because you have her soul, she's like, Oh, you're my sister, and it's like <laughs> I'm sorry. I it's just so as, as you as you try to stuff the body in the cup in the corner somewhere, <laughs> right? Just, you're just taking a broom, sweeping the spider, huge ass spider body you over. The, like you have the here. sword you just made out of her soul, and you're like, I, I just sheath. I did use quick. that sword. I did <laughs> the chaos sword or whatever that you like boosted off the humanities and shit. Oh my, yeah, I used that on one run because I was like, ha, 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 ha. and I was like, oh, I feel bad right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> God, what was that? There's something. There's like some funny video out there where like some guy's like doing the opposite thing of what he should be doing. I'm so sorry. He's like just murdering everyone or like shoving shit around. I am so sorry. 
I that was that's one of the sadder ones. And then spoilers, Dark Souls three. Spoilers, spoilers. When you find, or at least it's assumed to be her body left over. That is, a, I I took it as it. I take it as her oh, body. Yeah, no, that's her body left yeah. over. Yeah. Dude. yeah, I know. Oh, I was oh, like, yeah. oh, I was like, because and, yeah. and you see it across. You can't even get to it yet. <laughs> like you see an item and you see the you see her, but you can't get. There's a big fucking hole that you got to find some other way to get around to get. Oh, I know. Because <laughs> I had to get it because that was a pyromancy scroll for me. So I yep. had to get it because that's what I played in DS3. And I was like, you gotta be shitting me. I was like, just because I killed her three times in the first game to platinum it, doesn't mean you gotta make me feel guilty in a fucking third game. <laughs> uh, no, I actually, I mean, for the Firekeeper in three, I, I do like you just keep on, like, if you give her the eyes and stuff like that. It's just that's what's interesting. I like the story in that. Like you give her, the, they do make that uh, interesting. The other firekeeper's eyes, and she's just like, "I'm with you 100." percent Like just whatever you want to do. You want to usurp that fire? You you usurp that fire. Let's go, right. me and you. <laughs> no, I thought it was kind of cool how they made it so integral. Um, making the second firekeeper fuck that bitch because she did not want to read me certain stories that I wanted her to read me. <laughs> you have to give it to the pyromancer. Well, well, not the pyromancer, the uh, the whatever she's. No, like. you have to give the books the the ones that she won't read. You have to give it to the witch who's a yeah. pyromancer. She's like, why aren't you giving me any pyromancy books? Why are you giving me these stupid divine tomes? Yep. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, the forbidden magic type stuff. She's like, I guess I'll read it for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I platinum that shit because it was such a fucking great, great, great fucking game. Oh, right. no, I didn't plan on that shit. I just played a lot of different shit. <laughs> I'm getting myself right. up. Well, let's end this up. Anything uh, that we've we've all played mostly, we've been talking about from software's Souls games, which are definitely our favorites. But have, have anybody played any of the other Soul, like Souls like games or anything like that from FromSoft? No, not from. Are from you Souls. asking me or every either of any of us? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, a lot. I did. Uh... Oh, did... Go yeah. Ahead. Uh, let's see here. Well, first of all, if you, the best two D one I've ever come across is Salt and Sanctuary. I, I think it's just it does a very good job of it. Uh, played a little bit of Mortal Shell. It's it's pretty good. Uh, there's one called Dark Mouse that I haven't gotten very far in. But it's you're a it's a top down souls like where you're a mouse and you fight other mice things. Uh, And I'm not actually going to list too many other. There's another one would be Lords of the Fallen. But again, it doesn't follow the quite the it's combat wise. That's the one one that I've tried out. I did try out Lords of the Fallen. You did. How far did you get? I didn't get very far. Uh, Like the second boss or so. It, It I I actually think it follows i'll 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 take away from you i actually think it follows the formula of dark souls a little more it's a little more um where dark souls is like kind of dodging out of the way and doing this it's it's more tanky i guess to say you're you're just kind of this brooding force and you can take hits and stuff like that Uh, sword sword and board in it yeah not even sword and board in it you're just you're just like this just bulky like meat shield you know oh 
Oh, okay. Yeah, you just kind of. I was expecting. Yeah, you kind of like try to take hits in that one, at least from what I remember. Like, well, you could take hits, um, but that one was I almost tried that one. Um, trying to look, I'm looking through stuff now. I think that's really the only. Nope, we played one more, but it's a different type of Souls like, but it is considered a Souls like. Are you looking at Remnant of, from the Ashes? That is one that we all played. Yep. See, that's, that's again. I can't. I don't know if I would can't consider quite it call it soul. Yeah, I think it, it's because we um, co-opted. But it's also because it's that FPS and all that shit. Help. But apparently, co-oping is better. But if you played it like solo, apparently it's tough. It's fucking balls. But a lot of people consider it like an FPS souls. Like, um, I think you guys. I played a little bit of it. Uh, what's blasphemous? I just. Started. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, that one. That one's that more one's Metroidvania pretty, for me. Yeah, yes, and and I like I do like to make that distinction because Hollow Knight gets oh people go oh Hollow Knight's a Souls game. It's it's Metroidvania. The difficulty that's what they like to go. Yeah, with. it's and that I think people can flag. Can, well, I can't think of the term. Conflate maybe where you're combining two things in one. They conflate difficulty with being a Souls game, and it's it's not. It kind of has, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I figure that Metrovania and Dark and Dark, uh, Souls like games uh, cross a very similar line um, to what they are and which one's which. It's yeah, I think it's going to be certain people consider what they want, like boss souls like and all that. It's going to be tight roped. Um, did any oh, of you guys Nio play uh, another one? I was about to say Nio. Uh, yeah, because that was considered a big one. Uh, one I do want to try that I don't think any of us have. It's been on my list. Uh, Code Vein. I do want to try that one out. I own it. I haven't played it. I haven't played it. I think something uh, all of us played. That we've all played consider. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. We just talked yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Did you beat that? I did beat that. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait till that. the second one. It was such a good game. I do want to see. Uh, I was actually disappointed with the new Star Wars show. Uh, one of the big ones was one of the things for the end of the Mandalorian. I won't even say who it is if we're going to do spoilers or not. But one of the big ones, like who was going to show up, was uh, Cal. They thought Cal was going to show up. And I was like, that would actually be fucking awesome. I would I would enjoy that. If he showed up in the Mandalorian? The very uh, the end. Yeah, the end of the. Oh, I would have loved it. End of the season. I thought that would have been awesome. I was because like, you know what? That makes fucking sense. That actor is really good because I watched him in uh, Gotham and he was the Joker in Gotham. He was phenomenal. Phenomenal. He played three different Jokers. It was crazy. He was. I think he's a fantastic actor. Like he was like, I think one of the top of the list to be in there. But yes, yes. Uh, that was if that like, happened, dude. Oh, oh. Mandalorian would become top tier show. And then if they gave him his own spinoff, oh, oh. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing we're waiting. They're holding. We're getting a second Fallen Order. We are, we are for sure, definitely. It was so good. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, that would that would have been awesome. Like I said, I think they're keeping them for the game. I don't know. They want to distinct between the games and the and the shows and the stuff like that. But if he if he did show up, and oh. I, thought, I thought that would have been awesome. Oh, that would have been a like. That would, I almost liked it. I almost would have liked that more than what did happen. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. Yes. But still, <laughs> oh my god, become the best show of all time because I really enjoy that actor, Cameron Monaghan. I think his name is. Because oh god, that because I 
story-wise, I thought the game was phenomenal. And honestly, a completely different topic. We might talk about some other time. I think it's one of the best representations of Darth Vader fucking ever because, oh. the uh, Yes, the, uh, well, that in the movie that you don't like, which we will go into another one. I think that's a good place to end. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, we another time. Talking I have one this. other thing to say. <laughs> All right, but it's your fault. Just, just to guilt you into something. Whose fault is it we haven't killed Bloodborne? I don't care. Dungeons and suck. Who who needs to get through the last dungeon? As I said, dungeons suck. Now it's a cool mechanism. I just feel like they're very samey, so I get kind of bored. Yeah, no, fair. Fair. So so Nick can't get closure on story because of you. That's all I'm saying. We're good. And we did so this. Close. <laughs> so close. Clap. Anyway. Alright, guys. If you guys like hearing us out. You guys want to leave us any kind of suggestions or anything like that, any kind of feedback, anything, you guys can check us out on our YouTube channel uh, where this kind of stuff will be posted out in the podcast. This will be other places, but I'll try to put them up on there as well. That's at uh, just 3Geek Opinion at YouTube. Um, and then, like I said, one of the games I didn't mention here, but I did mention last time, um, was uh, Ender Lilies. I, I think I may stream that. I'm not sure um, about doing that. Oh, that was actually another thing. I have to talk to these guys. We don't, I, I don't know if we will plan on streaming uh, Elder uh, Ring or not. Uh, and, uh, but that might be a thing. So we'll talk to these guys here. I haven't talked to them about it yet. But anyway, so check us out there. That's at Three Geeks Opinion on Twitch. Leave us out. Figure out anything. If you guys have any questions, feedback, suggestions, anything you would like to give us a, a shout out to. Check us out next time. Guys, I'm out. Deuces. Bye, everybody.